I'm Reverend J. Stuart Glover, and you are listening to Faith Talk. We have just celebrated Easter Sunday, or Resurrection Sunday, and today is a good day to be reminded that after the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus the Christ, Jesus appeared to his disciples a number of times. And this narrative, the portion of scripture that I've selected for this topic, tells us of one of those times after the resurrection that Jesus appeared. The scripture comes from the Gospel of John, the 21st chapter, and you can read it from verses 1 through 13. And um, it reads like this. It says, Afterward, Jesus appeared again to his disciples by the Sea of Galilee. It happened this way. Simon Peter, Thomas, also known as Didymus, Nathaniel from Canaan, Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other disciples were together. I'm going out to fish, Simon Peter told them, and they said, we'll go with you. So they went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Now these were professional fishermen. This was their vocation. This is how they earned a living. This is how they fed their family. So after being out all night and not catching anything, I can imagine that they were feeling disappointed, perhaps angry, perhaps feeling failure, hunger, and, and realizing their the reality of their economic struggle. They were professional fishermen who had families that relied on them and now they had nothing. The story continues by saying that early in the morning Jesus stood on the shore but the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. And here again we have the Bible repeating the fact that the disciples did not recognize Jesus. When Mary Magdalene encountered the risen Christ, she didn't recognize him as we are informed by the Gospel of John. Luke, the 24th chapters, tells us of the disciples walking along the road that did not recognize Jesus even while walking and talking with him. They didn't recognize him until he broke bread with them. Now, there are many suggestions as to why they didn't recognize him. But I imagine that not only were they not expecting to see someone who was killed, but the intensity of their trauma clouded their perception. We can ask ourselves the question, do we always recognize the presence of God in our struggle or as we are experiencing a traumatic event? In the case of Mary Magdalene, she was present at the cross. I was talking with a student the other day who shared with me how they were traumatized by watching the movie, The Passion of Christ. 
that movie was didn't hold back in its violent content. And imagine actually being a witness to the crucifixion and the intensity of the affective responses that culminate in bodily trauma and mental anguish. So again, I believe that our trauma tends to cloud our perception or, or move us away from God. So in this story, this, this unrecognized Jesus calls out to them and he calls out to them and says, friends, haven't you any fish? No, they answered. And he said, throw your net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. And when they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish. Again, these were professional fishermen that knew their vocation well, yet they had nothing to lose. They listened and they caught a great multitude of fish. One takeaway for me from, from this portion of the story is simple yet profound. And that is that there is a reward for those who listen to Jesus and do as he tells us to do. Even if it's counterintuitive, even if it doesn't make sense, even if we think we know what we're doing and Jesus calls us to, to do something unconventional, there is a reward for those who listen. The Bible continues, it says, then the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it is the Lord. As soon as Simon Peter heard him say, it is the Lord, he wrapped his outer garment around him and jumped into the water. The other disciples followed in the boat, towing the net full of fish, for they were not far from the shore, about a hundred yards. This is the part of the story that I love. It says, when they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals there with fish on it and some bread. <clears throat> Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish that you have just caught. So Simon Peter climbed back into the boat and dragged the net ashore. It was full of large fish, 153. But even with so many, the net was not torn. And Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. My goodness, here we have Jesus inviting them to a breakfast. The risen Christ inviting the disciples to a breakfast. So I love the idea of Jesus making breakfast on the fire at this point in the story. Why? Because I can imagine Jesus working at preparing the meal, walking around and gathering the wood for the fire, and somehow starting the fire. And as the fire is, is heating up, he's preparing the fish cleaning the fish, preparing the fish, and 
making the bread. Now, you know, Jesus could have done all of this with a miraculous wave of the hand, but I don't see that. I see Jesus as doing the work. I would like to imagine that he was frying the fish and making cornbread. Again, he could have gotten all of this done with a miracle. But Jesus was working to provide for the disciples while they were struggling with disappointment, anger, failure, hunger, and realizing the severity of their economic struggle. He was preparing the table while they were on their way back with nothing. They didn't recognize him at first. This is a repeated theme in the Bible. But again, ask ourselves the question, do we recognize the presence of God while we are in our struggle? I believe that we have a tendency to recognize the presence of God when the struggle is over. When the trauma subsides or when we are rescued from our hardship, we can look in hindsight and talk about how God was with us. But I believe it's rare or it's less popular for us to clearly see the presence of God in the midst of our struggle. So my takeaway, one of my takeaways is that God was actively at work during their struggle, fully present and preparing to gift them with his provision. The Bible says that none of the disciples dared to ask him, who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came, took the bread, and gave it to them. And he did the same with the fish. The Bible tells it that this was now the third time that Jesus appeared to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. As I'm reading this story, and it gets to the part where it says, he took the bread and gave it to them. I am reminded of the institution of the Lord's Supper. And I imagine the disciples being reminded of that last supper as he is handing them the bread. I can also imagine them remembering how Jesus fed thousands with fish and bread. Jesus is always inviting us to be in fellowship with him in and out of our struggles. He's always inviting us to be in conversation with him. 
as well as partaking at the table he has prepared for us in the midst of our struggles. So we have just celebrated the resurrection of Christ on Easter. This event that is outlined in this story happened after the resurrection. And it lets us know today that Christ still lives. And because he lives, we have strength for today and hope for a brighter tomorrow. You have been listening to Faith Talk. I would encourage you to visit the website at www.reverendjstuartglover.com. There you can uh, sign up to be uh, included in our mailing list. You can even leave me a voicemail on the website. You can sign up to be a, to register as a guest on the show. I look forward to hearing from you. And I pray that you accept Jesus' invitation in this season. God bless you. Amen.